Did you call bank? I call game. Welcome back to Calling Bank for 2020. Will, happy new year. Welcome back. Uh, happy new year to you too, Harry. Big year for the Blazers. Is 2020 their year to make the championship run? I don't think so, Harry. But 2021 <laughs> is the year I am excited because Nurkic will be back. Yep. Rodney Hood might not be dead. Yep. And we'll have a first round pick that's hopefully a lottery pick. And likely uh, still bow out in the first or second round, which is always exciting. Now, this week we have a lot to speak about. We speak all about the All-Star, the second round returns have just come in so we'll speak about that we're going to speak a bit about the spurs they're currently in eighth place well you know what well, don't sleep on those grizzlies don't Harry. Sleep on the grizzlies um we'll speak about the trades uh with the trade deadline approaching the buyout people and of course who they play for who they play it's for. it's very important we have stolen it from tnt but whatever if shaq's going to listen to the podcast then let's get around it exactly um let's start off with all-star returns so no surprise, LeBron and Giannis are likely to be captains for a second year in a row. Um, wasn't, wasn't it LeBron and Steph one time? It but was. Then... I think it was first year LeBron and Steph, then LeBron and Giannis. And now it'll be LeBron and, and, now it'll be LeBron yeah. and Giannis again. And some surprises. Um, Melo is currently eighth, and Dwight Howard in tenth position in the forward spot in True. fan voting. Uh, meanwhile, Alex Caruso at sixth, and Steph, of course, is at four. He can't play all-star. He doesn't injured. have a hand. He doesn't. They call him one-hand Steph now. <laughs> can still shoot it from the logo, though. Um, and then Taco Fall in the east is at sixth, and Derek Rose is at three in point guard. If guards. Derek Rose makes all-star, I would be really happy. I would also be very happy with it. Um, He's but, not, but no. I'd be happy if he did. So who are your starters in the in the West? Because I've got, I've got who I think it's going to be and who I'd like it to be. Okay. Who yeah. I think it'll be is yeah. exactly the same as I think who you think it'll be. Yes. Luca and Harden yes. in the backcourt. LeBron, AD, and Kawhi in the front. So court. no Jokic. No. Even despite a good couple of games. Nope. Completely agree. Uh, without a doubt. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. But who do we want it to be? You know what's very funny? Yeah. I literally had four out of the five who I said who I want it to be and who it will be. Yeah. The only difference is Lillard for Harden. There is, there is no world where Lillard gets a starting spot over Harden. I know, but I still vote for all. Lillard over Harden. Um, I voted for more people that I want to be all-stars for the first time. Not people necessarily who I think should be all-stars at all, um, but just people that I think... I like your team. Yeah, they have, a, they have a vote. So my first pick, who I actually think should make all-star, is Brandon Ingram. He is fantastic. 25 points per game, 6.9 rebounds, 4 um, assists with a steal and a block, shooting just under 50 and 40. Um, and he's the go-to sc- scorer for the Pelicans, who have actually won, you know, a decent string of games as of late. I think they're 15 and 25 now. They so. could still make playoffs if Zion comes back. I just think Brandon Ingram is a fantastic mm. player, and I think he is the best player on his team, albeit a bad team. Yes. I think with All-Star, you have to look at if their team is winning or if it's not. And that's the problem with Brandon Ingram is why I don't think he'll make it is because the Pelicans aren't winning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my other picks that I think maybe make it, Devin Booker. Always gets snubbed. Uh, he's an offensive powerhouse. He's great. But the Suns suck. That's So probably not. Um, and Lou Williams. Last year was the biggest snub of the entire All-Star season, mm. I think. But this year he's competing against Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and him. He's still sixth man of the year. Yeah. But I would love to see him in an All-Star game because he deserves it. George will be over him. Yeah, of course. If you're going second clipper, then yeah. that's it. And I think that's his issue. Like, he's got no chance this year. But I voted for him because I would love to see him in the game. Um, East. East is a bit different for us. Yep. 
Well, you've gone again a bit offhand. We we kind of agree again on the, the likely team. I think we said Giannis... Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Trey Young, and Kemba Walker. But even with that, change Young for a Beal or a Simmons. Yeah, probably. Realistically. My team, I went with Giannis, yeah. Embiid, Young, so all the same. Yeah. Bradley Beal, who I think should be in there, and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler over Kemba Walker? Yes, absolutely. I think I think Celtics, what, they're third at the moment? Miami is second. Okay, no fair call. No. If you, you, can't have, you have, have to have a, week, a heat player. You can't have no heat player in that team. That's true. He's their best player. He's their leader. Yes, he hasn't been shooting it great, 27% from three, but defensively he's been first team All-NBA. Yeah. And that team on paper should not be coming second in the East. No, I, I mean... If, if Butler doesn't make it, it's a travesty as, a, think, starting te- as a starting yeah. player. So my thought process is as well, then it's a question of... Not looking at the starting five, but looking at the whole team. Who's the second Celtic and who's the second Heat? So I think you've got to have at least two from the Heat if they're second. Oh. I think Bam has to make it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. If Bam you're and have Jimmy. The second, Bam and Jimmy. If, yeah. you, if that's what you're going to... And Celtics? Is it it's Tatum? And, it's Tatum. and Tatum. You reckon Tatum over Brown? Yes. Can I tell you why not Tatum? Why? Brown is having a better season than Tatum. Yes. Across pretty much every single field. He's shooting better. He's getting more points. He is also... Um, just more efficient in general. I feel like he's got the slight edge. Yeah, but fan voting is lent towards Tatum, not Brown. Yeah. Which will have a say. Which is true, but the media, I think, would lead towards Brown. Brown. You know what? Just let's go with Daniel Thies. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Um, I think my picks were a little bit different. I think the East is definitely higher, like harder to pick. Some people are sure. Like Giannis is back-to-back MVP. That's a given. That's a given. Easy. Um Embiid is having a worse season, but still is the best player on the 76ers. And you have to have him in there. And they're a top three team. 23 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists. He's in. Yeah. Trey Young, I don't think will make the team. I actually don't think he will. I think it'll probably be Kemba and Jimmy. That's or Kemba and Beal, or Kemba and... I hope it's Beal and Jimmy, rather than... I think Kemba will make it, because it's just... Because they have to have a Boston play, player. They have to have a playoff team player. Yeah. And also, at the end of the day, the Wizards suck, and that's why Trey Young is playing for the worst team in the league. Sure, he's averaging, what, 20, 28 and 28 a half? And a half uh, you know, 8.3 uh, assists per game, but... They have the worst record. They suck. Mm. So I don't think he'll make All-Star. I think he might make it, but maybe on the bench. Yeah. Maybe. Because... But like, it's the same with Beal. I just think he'll make it on the bench, but he won't be starting. No. I think you're probably right. Likely would probably be Walker and Butler. Yeah. I, I think that's that. pro- I think that's and probably likely. And then Simmons, um, Simmons Beal, on the bench. and Butler on the bench. No, no, Young on the bench. And Young on the bench, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's probably likely. Um, so these are the people I voted for, which, again, I went for people that I think should just make an all-star appearance. Zach Levine... Highest points per game in his team. Best three-point percentage of his career. Um, They're four games out of the eighth seed. He's just fun to watch. I think also for an all-star game, why are you choosing the best players? You want the players that are going to be the most fun to watch. Because... He deserves it. Yeah, they get bonuses if they make all stuff. He does. I think he's been. I think he's been good. Yeah, probably not good enough. Whatever. Devontae Graham. He deserves an all-star nod. Can I tell you why? How's Charlotte going? They're, they're ninth. Going. They're not. Yeah, but who cares? They're ninth. They're not going. Have anywhere. you seen that team? That team is absolute trash. Devontae Graham as well. Um, he's averaging over eight assists a game. He's sixth overall in assists. Okay. So you're telling me Bradley Bill again? You would replace Bradley Bill with this guy? No, I'm saying he's on the bench. No, but they can't have this many guards on the bench. I don't care. Yeah, fine. Charlotte is doing better. 
No. And Beal. he is carrying the team more than Beal is. Beal is eighth That's in assists, sixth in rebounds, second in free throw attempts, third highest scorer in the league. I know, but you have to look at the team. Charlotte shouldn't be ninth. You know what's funny? Neither of us have said Kyrie Irving. Yeah, because he's trash and doesn't deserve to be anything. He should be on the bench for the entire season. Spencer Dinwiddie is better. I don't care what anyone says. Dinwiddie? You didn't vote for Dinwiddie? No, I didn't, but I voted... Dinwiddie is I know, more deserving than Graham. Um, Pascal Siakam, I think, also we'll make makes it, it on he'll that make team. It. Yeah, he'll be, um, but he's in the front court, so he'll yeah, make it. so I think that's fine. Um, two people that I think deserve to be on the bench that always get overlooked. Mm. Sabonis and Vucevic. Correct. Sabonis is leading his team, Pacers, who are currently sixth. Yep, fifth so, or sixth. Fifth or sixth. He's leading the team in points and rebounds. Yep. 13 rebounds per game. Like, that's obscene with four assists. Vucevic is 18 and 11. He's second in his team in, in um, scoring behind Evan Fournier, who's 18.6, whatever. Whatever. And, ele- and leading the team in rebounds. Both teams are playoff teams, sixth and seventh seed or fifth and seventh, whatever it is. The priority should go to playoff teams and the best players in this playoff teams. Yeah. I agree with both of them. I think Sabonis should be there. I think yes. Vucevic should be but there. But I think they'll be overlooked. They'll be on the bench. And they're also trash in that type of game. Like, Sabonis is good for dunks, but Vucevic is boring in an All-Star yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. He's not someone that you're like, you know who I'm going to go to the All-Star game for? Nikola Vucevic. But they play defense The Montenegro now. classic player that everyone knows and loves. It's very European. Like, they don't really play defense. Like, last year was a bit better, but it was still pretty trash. It was better. Yeah. I got a question for you. How do we fix the All-Star game? Because I don't enjoy watching All-Star. I like the dunk contest. I like the skills challenge. The All-Star but even game then, itself. But even then, the dunk contest, nothing so interesting at the moment. I really like the Steph and LeBron one. Like, yeah. that for me was actually a really good game. Two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. They actually played defense, and it was close. I mean, last year went back to being a little bit back to that from, you know... Because no one wants to get injured for an All-Star. We spoke about this last year and the year before that. Like To be honest, you shouldn't. maybe there shouldn't be a game. Yeah, I don't think so. It should just be a skills thing. And then just be like, these are the best players. Yeah. But people want to see that it's a money grab. I know. Like, they'll do but it. But like every, like I prefer the Saturday over the Sunday. The three-point contest, fantastic. Maybe they, you know what they should do? They should introduce new rules in an all-star game that can't be done in the NBA. Yeah, like four-point play. Four-point play. Four-point play, yeah. 100%. On people's shoulders could be something we could try out. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's... a bit different. But also no goaltending. Yeah, And just exactly. smacking it out. Like... Exactly. And maybe... Uh, no, I think that's kind of me. That's 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 me with ideas. Yeah, something like no, maybe that's not. A bad idea. Uh, maybe skins versus shirts would make it a bit more interesting. Get more of the uh, audience engaged. True. I'm I don't sure know. there's. I'm sure we have some good ideas. If you guys got ideas, let us know. Let us know at Calling Bank. Uh, make sure to check it out uh, on Facebook, on Instagram. We got all the things. Everything. Um, everything you. We want. probably should have said this earlier as well. Um, our next episode will be our last episode before we go to the NBA. Uh, we'll be releasing quite a few episodes while we're overseas, uh, which is quite exciting. Yep. Um, so if you have any questions for you know the Lakers, Portland, Houston, Bucks, Bucks, New Orleans, Houston, did I say Houston? Maybe Houston again. Houston. Also the Texas Longhorns. Check out some college basketball. Yep. Um, but yeah, of course, guys, make sure to hit us up for that because more than happy to ask your questions to the NBA players. Uh, if you've got a question for Frank Vogel, we're all there. Um, but let's head on to the the Spurs. Mm. Now, the Spurs this season, there was, a lot, there was a lot of talk. I know you did, and I apologize. I'm an idiot. I owe you another Walt Lemon jersey, or at least like a city Miami jersey, which is far nicer. Oh, oh. my younger brother has one, and it is just it's the dream. spectacular. It's what you want in the world. Yes. Um, now, the Spurs, at the beginning of the season, people were like, this is their worst season. They're finally not making playoffs. They were trash. Mm. Let's trade Aldridge. Let's trade DeRozan. DeRozan's currently in his best four-game stretch of the season. Aldridge is coming back to a, a point where he, you remember he's actually an all-star yes. player. 
They're currently ninth. Well, tied eighth. tied eighth. Tied with eighth. Me- with Memphis. Um, they've won four of their last six. They are finally back in the playoff race. Mm. They beat good teams as well. They beat the Celtics away. They beat the Bucks at home. They actually smashed the Bucks mm. by 20 points um, off their highest three-point shooting game of the season. DeJounte Murray is 10 or 15 from deep, uh, where he only took 23 threes in his entire career before that. And again, is a defensive powerhouse. Patty Mills off the bench, Rudy Gay off the bench have all been great. Brian Forbes and Derek White have kind of plateaued, I feel. Derek White was expecting big things. Especially after last year. That playoff game where he, like, against Denver. 36 points. He was insane. Um, but never count out Greg Popovich. Do you think they make playoffs? Yes. I do. Why? Because don't count out Greg Popovich. Yeah. I, like, look I just... at their team. And look at the teams that are around them. I literally... I... I think top seven is unless OKC trade away their players, and that still could be an op. I think OKC is a maybe. I think the top six is a set in stone. Top six is set in stone. Seventh is depends on what happens the next month in trade window, which we'll talk about when things happen. Yeah. If they trade away Gallinari, Adams, Chris Paul, but I don't think they. Why trade them away? Because why come seventh? Because you come seventh. What's the difference? You keep the fan base. It's all fine. And then you're going to trade them away anyway. But you, but Gallinari is coming off contract. Yeah. Adams, no, I agree. No, Gallo makes sense. Gallo, you should, you should try it and get assets. Like, who cares if you come seventh? Honestly, you're building around Gilgis Alexander. Maybe keep Chris Paul to mentor him. I would trade away um, Schroeder as well. He's having a great year. This is like no, peak. the three-headed beast that is uh, Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, and that's Shea peak. That's Alexander. peak. That, this is peak trade value. They are, yeah, and same as Chris Paul. I think also this is the peak trade. Peak value. trade value. If you want to maximize your return on them, this is the time to trade them. Who cares about coming seventh? So in the next month, if they do trade everyone away, mm. seventh seeds back up to back in question. The Spurs, they're not doing anything this trade window. No, they're going to keep as the same team as per usual. They somehow will make it. I don't know how. The, look, they're coming eighth now with a record of sixteen and twenty-one. They're not a good team. No, but the West is also trash after the top. After the top seven, the West is trash. Six. After the top seven, mm, okay. top six. Okay, yeah. The rest is trash. No, so I like, agree. They'll make it. I don't know how. They always do. And then they'll be better next year when they maybe do something in the offseason. Yeah. I don't know. But when was the last time, besides a quiet trade, that you were like, Spurs did something good in the offseason? Not. I don't remember it. In I fact, they had a pretty it. bad offseason. Exactly. I mean, trading away Bertans for nothing was a dumb Yeah, dumb and he's move. been great in Washington. Yeah. He's been really good. Well, they thought they were getting Marcus Morris, yeah. who would have actually made a big difference on this team. He's been fine for the Knicks, but the Knicks are absolute trash buckets. Yeah. Anywho, let's move on to something that's way more interesting than the Spurs, which is... Trades. So we're going to speak about trades, speak a bit about the buyout potential. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll speak about this more as rumors come up. Like our next episode will probably be a pretty big trade one. Yep. Um, it'll be pretty close to the deadline. Um, so what are some trades that you have in store? I always have to go a Blazers angle for this. And but I'm going to be... why? Because there's hope, Harry. There's never hope with the Blazers. Last year was peak Blazers. I don't think they'll ever get back to that stage. They got to the Western Conference Finals. I disagree. If you do some trades. This will be the first trade I would do, Harry. I'm not going to talk about Blazers any more than this. CJ McCollum is one of the most polarizing players on the Blazers. Everyone loves that backcourt, but I don't still think that backcourt can ever win. Yeah. What I would do is I would trade CJ. I would trade him for Drew Holiday, Etwan Moore, and a second-round pick. So why, why would Pels do this? Etwan Moore has got a, not a great contract. Yeah. 
they get CJ McCollum, who that means they can trade JJ Redick for something because that they basically play the same position. You've now freed up Lonzo Ball to basically play point guard exclusively. So you've given uh, Lonzo more freedom. CJ is your shooting guard, and then you've got him next to Ingram with a beast in Zion. That's a pretty good team. I just don't know why you'd give up Drew. Drew is so much better than CJ McCollum. Just objectively. Some people may think that. Some people may not. I mean, the stats probably also suggest that. I don't know about that. Well, if you're looking for just a pure shooter, if you're looking for a shooting guard, CJ is a better shooting guard than Drew Holiday. Yeah, but I don't think that's what they're looking for. But why would you... I don't agree with the pairing of Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday. But also, CJ can't defend. Drew Holiday... Lonzo can defend. Drew Holiday can defend. Absolutely. That's why I think him and Lillard would be a good combo. Yeah, because Lillard also can't defend. Yes. That's the problem I think this is No, I think this is all upside for Pels. Uh, for I agree, for Pels. Portland, <laughs> and no upside for Pels. You, for the Pels, you have a long-term contract locked in with CJ. You have a shooting He's guard. He's not that good. He's going to end up on their bench. How is he going to end up on the bench? I don't know. They'll draw someone when they eventually end up in lottery again. I would go, if I was them, Lonzo and CJ, if Lonzo continues the way he's been this year, which is getting better. I know you and I have called him a flop before. I, he's, he's had a pretty good run as of good late. Good run. If you want him to the point guard of your future, he can't be with Drew Holiday. Yeah, but tell me, tell me this, who is the leader of that team then? CJ? Zion. Zion? Zion. Zion's not old enough to be the leader of that team. Well, then it'll be CJ. I don't think CJ is a leader. I think Dame, you know he's going to take that last shot. Like, he's, he's, he can hype people up. I think Drew Holiday is that player. I think you also have to think about locker room dynamics. I think Drew's just better. I, look, if I was the Blazers, I'd love this trade. If I yeah. was the Pels... Depends what happens with Zion. Yeah. I think if Zion's not playing this season, you keep it as is. Yeah, probably. But, I, again, like, you've only got two years left of Drew... You're not going to win anything this year. He needs to be in a better p- situation for Yeah. Him. I think what they actually end up doing is trading JJ. Yeah, I, but this gives them the scope to do so. Yeah. But also, if they're tanking, who cares? Are they tanking, though? I don't know what they're doing. They're doing a weird thing where they win some games, they lose some games. They lost, like, ten in a row. Yeah, they were, but with a full-strength team. I don't understand. It was Except very weird. Anyway, I think, I think the Pels will definitely be a mover. Whether it's Drew or whether it's someone else, I think it's also hard to have this discussion because you're very biased towards Blazers and I'm very biased towards Drew Holiday because I love him. Yes, I know. I'm so, so it's, it's excited gonna, to meet Drew clash. Holiday. Yeah, it'll be good. He's the best player in the NBA. I don't know why I love him so much. He's like never even played for the Lakers. I, I just, know, weird. I think one fantasy year I had him on my team and he I was just very good. fantastic. I just like him. There's something about him. I'm, yeah. Anyway, let's move on instead of my uh, crush on uh, Drew Holiday to your next trade idea. Maybe you like this one better. Steven Adams for Gordon Hayward in the first round. So I like this if the Thunder are rebuilding. Yeah. If the Thunder are rebuilding, Hayward, um, fine, who cares? He essentially replaces Gallinari at the end of the day. So two things with this. A, if they, again, they want to accumulate more picks, this is a good one for them. Two, it means that Gallinari can be traded and they get another pick. So again, this is like the full, like, let's knock it all down. Let's, but Gordon Hayward for Gallinari, to be honest... I mean, Gallinari, I think, has had a better year than Gordon Hayward. But that's your small forward. You haven't really lost too much. All you have lost is the fact you don't have a centre anymore, which you could maybe, if you guys are still competing... They've got Nerlens. 
you could probably get someone for cheaper than a first round pick. You know what I think? I think at the end of the day, the Celtics need a center. Yes. It's as simple as that. Enos Kanter is a trash bucket yet again. He just um, comes off the bench. He does his job. Yeah, but Don't I think more. I think you. I mean, I like Hayward in that team. He's had some games where he's carried them to a win. But when you've got Brown and Tatum and Kemba and Smart and Smart, like you and just Romeo need a good Langford, who you've just drafted. You you've need a good wins. center. Yeah, you need a good center. And I don't think that I actually think that um, Gordon Hayward would be better on a team that he can call his own. Yeah. Him and Shea could be a great pairing. Yeah, mentored by Chris Paul, like it's a very different team. Chris Paul's probably gone anyway, so it'd be just him and Shea and like ten million draft picks. Mm. I don't know. It could be really good. And if they want to center, OKC go out and get Drummond after that if they really want to plug that gap. Yeah. I just don't like Drummond with Celtics. I don't, I know don't why. like it at I don't, all. I don't like it. And they'd have to give up a lot for Stephen him as well. Stephen Adams feels like a Celtics player. Yes. Like, I get the sense that he could be good on the Celtics, and that's why I'd want to see him there. And I think OKC would do that deal if they're mm. wanting to blow it up. But it all depends if they want to blow it up. And I think and they should. They should. I agree. Um, I don't get the point of coming seventh in the NBA. Like it doesn't. It actually, oh, you're playing. Stu- you're playing Clippers or you're playing Lakers. Seventh to tenth are like the stupidest positions to be in the NBA because yeah. like you're not good, you're not bad. Yeah, but but if you're tenth, you can still get fourth pick in the lottery. Now like you the can. Lakers. Now you can. Now you can. So now it makes more sense to not make, be in the playoffs if you're seven or eight. If you're going to be blown out and swept away in the first round, there's no point in you being there. So yes, I am changing my tune from earlier. But, like, logistics suggests and reality suggests. I mean, like, again, you're not going to completely blow it up if you still have Hayward, Alexander, Paul. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, what's your... You've got one more trade that I, I think do. is a... Is a it's pretty risque. For who? I don't know. I just don't see it as a trade that will happen, but... Carl Lowry? Yeah. For Justice Winslow, Dragic, and a first-round pick. You're giving up so much for Lowry, who is old... He's a better point guard. I understand that. You need a better point guard. Think for the Heat? Not. Yes, you need someone. You need another all-star type player. Heat a second. Yeah. Do you think them... No, this is the question. Do you yes. think them having Lowry will let them beat Milwaukee? Yes. You think... You think... I'm sorry. Wait. Yes. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Yes. You think that Miami Heat with Butler, Adebayo, and Lowry can Have beat Giannis? Uh... No, but it's a better chance to beat Giannis. Sorry, okay. you gotta hold me up. So then, why? Why? Yes. Lowry, if you watched the series last year, destroyed Bledsoe. Like that was not that was a no contest. So already at the point guard position, none Bledsoe. I'm still going with Bledsoe. Yeah. Okay. So you've got the Lowry Bledsoe. Lowry destroyed him in last year's playoffs. He would do that again. Then you look at the shooting guard position. Where's Matthews versus Butler? No contest, Butler wins. So already at the guard positions, you're actually better than the Bucks. But it doesn't matter, because that entire team is whether you can start Giannis. Yeah, so they need other trades to maybe get there. Okay, when are the end of the contracts for Dragic and Winslow? Dragic ends this year, Winslow's got another year, and okay. Lowry's got one more year. So the good thing about the Heat for this, why I like it, and it's better than Chris Paul, because a lot of people are like, Chris Paul should go to the Heat. The reason they won't do that is because in 2021, the free agency period starts, it's all the free agents are going to be there, yeah. including Giannis. They want cap space then. They don't want any contract to go over that. Including Kawhi Leonard as well. Well, exactly, Kawhi and, and Paul George. Yeah. So if I were them, I want to preserve cap space in 2021, be competitive in the next two years, that's Lowry. Yeah. Look, I understand it. I just don't see Miami... I don't see um, the Raptors 
parting way with Lowry. You get a first round pick for yeah. an old guy, older guy. It depends where they're seated. Yeah, but who cares? They're not going to win. But they, but it's always the thought. They are performing better than they thought. Maybe when Siakam comes back. I think that's the issue as well with the Raptors. Siakam's out. They don't know what their team looks like. Like They're winning some, losing some. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, like again, Dragic could start for that team and you just run things more through Fred Van Vliet. And then, like, Justice Winslow is an interesting prospect. You've got another year on his deal. He can play small forward point guard. Like, he's actually a good prospect. And you get a first-round pick. I don't know. That's a pretty good haul for Lowry. I think at the end of the day, not that much happens at trade deadline. Last year was big. Last year was huge. Was it? Tobias Harris. Kristaps yeah. Porzingis. Yeah, but Porzingis was leaving. Harris was also leaving. Zubac. Okay, let's not bring up the wounds here. If the Anthony Davis trade had gone down, I would have said it's the biggest trade deadline in history. Yes. Yeah, okay. There were some interesting no, trades No, there were. Last Tobias year. Harris was a big one, although he's a bit trash this season. Anywho. Anywho. Um, the buyer market. So there's a few players that you could buy out that you could look at and be like, you know what, that's a player that I'll just pay that money and whatever. Trevor Rees is probably one of them. He has a big contract. A very big pot contract, but... Only 1.8 million of his 2020-21 salary is guaranteed. So you could buy him out now for about 16 mil. The Kings are doing nothing this season. Like, and we'll speak about them very soon. But realistically, I think they could flip him, you know, as some type of package where they, you know, trade him and then someone buys him out type of thing. Mm. Like a Vince Carter situation or a Carmelo Anthony situation, more like it. Um, I mean, 12 and a half mil is not that much. No, it's not that much. And I think he would be great for the Lakers. He'd be great for Portland as a backup power forward. Or starting small forward. Starting small forward, like whatever it is. And also the Clippers. I think there's a lot of teams that he could really fit in with. Um, another player I think that could be kind of sold is Frank Kaminsky, the backup center for the Suns. I think he could be a good backup center in like the Celtics. Or, you know, one of the other things, he's only $9.7 million for two years. Uh, he's 11 points per game, four and a half rebounds. I don't think they'll get rid of his contract. No, they won't, because he's on pennies. Yes. Who they might get rid of is Aaron Baines, which would be ridiculous. You could buy him out, but ridiculous again. I think Tyler Johnson from the Suns is on $20 million. Yeah, he's most likely to go. He's most likely to go, because he is absolute trash. Um, he's doing nothing. He's pretty much on the bench all games. He's playing like 17 minutes per game, scoring six points. He's a nothing. I actually don't think he would be re-signed by someone else. I think they'd buy him out, and that's it. Mm. You get quite a few picks, so maybe it's something that Atlanta does again. I don't know. Um, I think... We, we said that the player that would be the best buyout candidate at the moment out of everyone I think of is Iguodala. Yeah, but he won't be bought out. They've made that very clear. Yeah. But hypothetically, if he was, he's on like 17 mil. If he was bought out, Clippers or Lakers will be vying for him. He'll go to one of those two. He'll go to one of the two. And, and he'll then be maybe after that, Canada. he'll go back to Warriors. That's what rumours are. That would be nice. And Giannis will go there too. It'll be lovely. Um, after their chat the other day. Two other people, just to put on your, your thoughts. Quinn Cook, $6 million non-guaranteed in 2021. Would they get rid of him? They don't need him. If Darren Carlson joins the Lakers, they yeah, don't need Quinn Cook. True. So it's like, if he joins or if Iggy joins, they can get rid of Quinn Cook. That's $6 million. Do they guarantee Howard's contract yet? Uh, they did. Yeah, just the other week. There you go. And the other one is Dion Waiters. One and a half years left, 24 million. 
They need to get rid of him. My God. Oh, goodness. He's just such a shit show. He's just trash in all counts. He's been bad for years. Yeah. Um, He's disappointing, and all he can do is get high, which is, like, fine, but just not what you need for a professional NBA player. That's correct. I think as simple as that. Now, we've only had one firing this season. But, you know, both you and I called it. We did. David Fitzdale. Um, I mean, we called it, and then before we did the podcast, he got fired like half an hour before, That's very which annoying. was disappointing because you couldn't see our predictive skills. Exactly. But who do we think is the next coach to be fired? Like, who do you? Who's your gut telling you? Lloyd Pierce, Atlanta yep. Hawks. Yeah. Um, bottom of the East, record of eight and thirty-one. Do you remember when we said they could be vying for a playoff spot? We did. We say were that. very high on them between behind John Collins and Trey Young, and then also Kevin Waiter. They don't seem to have... Yes, they've got a young team, but they don't seem so bad. Like, I, they have no centre, which yeah. doesn't help them, but... Well, don't, don't look past Alex Len. Come on. He's great. I think it could be his time to go. I think, yeah, probably. But also, they drafted badly. Cam Reddish is still being trash. Mm-hmm. Everyone still has hopes for him, but he is not good. Like, people no. are leaving the Cam Reddish island. DeAndre Hunter's been fine. But like, fourth pick? He fourth pick, good. he hasn't been good. No. I don't know. I think they draft really badly as well. Trey Young was like compare them with the Pelicans draft and Pelicans won. Yeah, for instance. And they gave up so many picks. Yeah, it was crazy. So many picks for DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, it was crazy. That's that's Jason Hayes and also Nikhil Alexander Walker. I'd rather those two. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's your starting center of the future. Ridiculous. Um, they are a trash team. The only reason why I think he might stay is because he's a development coach. They brought him in because he's a development coach. But they weren't bad that they weren't this much of a shit show last year. Yeah, I don't know what's happened. It's just been trash. Yes. What do you think's changed that made it so bad? Collins missing a lot of games didn't yeah, help. Yeah, twenty five, not good. Um, just defensively, like they're just all over the shop, and I don't know whether something's happened in their coaching staff. But yeah, but you look at the team; none of them can defend anyway. Yeah, but you need someone maybe more defensive-minded. Get a Frank Vogel in there. Get a Jason Kidd. Yeah. Yuck. Um, I think Luke Walton of the Sacramento Kings will be fired. Um, They've lost nine of their last 12. They're bottom six in offense. Um, Their roster is just weird. It's young guys who get injured a lot, like De'Aaron Fox and Martin Bagley, and then veterans who have been playing like trash, like Corey Joseph and Trevor Ariza. Um, Put in the fact that most people are having a worse year. Bogdanovich is great. But even then, he's been injured on and off. Rashawn Holmes has been a bright spark as well. Dwayne Dedman was probably the worst signing of the entire offseason. He needs to get traded away. He's $40 million over three years. Yeah. God damn, it's terrible. I mean, Chris, uh, Corey Joseph's on a big deal as well. Again. 37 or something. It's ridiculous. And Trevor Reza is on 25 mil. Like, I don't know why they did this. Harrison Barnes on 80 mil. Like, yeah. they did the offseason probably the worst out of everyone. But they, the team on paper is not that bad. And then you look at them and they're just trash. Yeah. They're better than the start of the season, but they're still so disappointing. They've probably been my most disappointing team of the year. Luke Walton signed a four-year deal. I could see him not lasting out that four-year deal. No, I think it's very unlikely. But I'm so. picking it more for next year than this year. Yeah, I think this year they're going to give it a go. They're like, it's already over, essentially. Mm. Let's see how this plays out. But I think it's, yeah, it's just a bit trash. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Let's do our final segment. Finish off on a high. Yep. Um, I want to try and test you again on, on who do they play for. I could really disappoint you this time. I really hope so. Because uh, I just... I need a win. You know, the Lakers are playing the Mavs as we speak. And, you know, hopefully they win without AD. I don't know if you know this. I just want to say this every episode. But do you know who's the top of the West? 
Um, Denver? No, the Los Angeles Lakers, top oh. of the West. Yet again, I'm going to say this. I just think every time we do a but podcast. But you know what? You've earned this. I'm going to tell you, out of most Lakers fans I know, you've earned this because every time you guys have been crap the last six years, you've sat there in silence. I have and watched. I've been very happy. I've watched. You know, I used to watch more games when we were losing games. I had more time. I was at university. And I used to watch Jordan Farmer go for 15 points and six rebounds. I just missed the Jordan Hill days. Jordan Hill. Oh, my God. You know who I miss as well? Tariq Black. Yeah. Oh, he was a guy. And, He's um, players. We also had Xavier Rudd. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, he was a weird guy. Yeah, um, that's good. Look, there's... There's a lot of people. Uh, Xavier Henry, not Xavier Rudd. Xavier Rudd is a Australian musician, folk musician. I've learned something new today. There you go. Um, also, just quickly, we had a trade. Our first trade since July. Um, Jordan Clarkson for Dante Exum. And one or two picks? Two picks. Two picks, Good yeah. pick. Good for Cleveland. Great I would, for Cleveland. I would do this every time. Dante Exum scored 28 points. I still don't think he's a... No, he's trash. But... Only one more year left in his deal, and you get two picks. I and Utah need to do something because they were just floundering. Yeah, that their bench their for bench such a good great. team. I just don't understand. Like, and, and on paper as well, they're another team that I'm like, this on paper should work. Jeff Green, uh, Emmanuel Mudiay, like their bench wasn't good for some reason. And also, Ed Davis has been disappointing. Ed Davis has been so disappointing. I love Ed Davis, know, but he's got to good. step up. Yeah. But they've been winning games again, so maybe they it's have for both. They have indeed. All right. So who do they play for? Javante Green. 2.9 points per game. He's played 28 games this season. Javante Green. Javante Green. Javante Green. Where are you thinking? What's your gut telling you? Is it East, West? Start off with that. Green. Green. Javante West. Green. West is what my gut is telling okay. me. Okay. <laughs> Where in the West? Is that correct? No. Oh, damn. But okay, so now you know it's East. Where in the East? Just pick a team. Any team. Javante Green. I'll give you a hint. He comes off the bench and he has never started. That doesn't help me at all. Um, I'm just going to throw one out there. Um, I guess you've got three seconds. Three, two, one. What's Pistons. The teams? Definitely not. not the Pistons. Boston Celtics. I think you'll find. Um, go. I'm so happy right now. I'm literally over the moon. You know. finally got one wrong. This one's an easy one. Okay. So I should have started with John Hansen. Oh, Cubs. Yeah, that's an easy one. That's easy. Uh, used to play for the Bucks. Got traded last year. The last two... I'd be surprised. Okay, here we O'Shea go. Brissett. I know. I think. Wait, wait. Do you want me to tell you some more stats? Yeah, go for it. Okay, me. so it's 2.5 points per game, 1.7 rebounds. He's played 12 games this season. Raptors. Well done. Uh, what about Damian Dotson? Oh, I know. Do you actually? Plays for Knicks. How do you know this stuff? Still, I'm happy that I got one. How the hell do you know? Like, I've never heard of De- he Damien came, Dotson. He came off the bench today against, um, yeah, against I, the Pels. I know he's playing at the moment. But also, O'Shea Brissett has made the top 10, like the NBA top 10 a couple of O'Shea times. O'Shea Brissett, I've lit- I, to be honest, I've never seen him play, but I've just, I just know. I just, I don't, how do you know this? Uh, whatever. Um, it makes me so angry. So I guess I'm going to be tested and get them all wrong next time. Well, you got, you got one out of one. Me. Why now? I had no idea. I think idea. I had to do more obscure. Like two-way contracts, G League affiliates, just like really obscure things. Walt Lemon Jr., who do you play for? Bulls, but I don't know now. No, now no one. We miss you. We do miss Walt. you. Um, guys, that is it for us. Remember to send us your questions for the NBA stars as we head over to US of A um, for our whirlwind tour. It's very exciting. Um, Going to be all over the, the gram. Uh, make sure to give us a like, subscribe. Five stars, five stars. Really helps us. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks on Calling Bank. See you guys. Did you call Bank?